world. Oh, we're in Estevar to dig. Ah, Sean, I've been practicing this in secondary school. <laughs> oh, my bad, my it. bad. I got so excited. I got so excited. Go ahead, go ahead. I was hoping my career as an advert voiceover was coming to life. But to the point, we are going to Barcelona for Paddy's Day. They have changed the date of the marathon. So we now have the extra days leave. We have no excuses. PBs are there to be had from the 14th to the 17th of March, 2025. Myself and Sean are filling a bus. 56 people will be leaving Dublin Airport and heading to Barcelona. I am making a T-shirt for the trip. It's going to be Eric approved. I cannot guarantee the medals. That's where I draw the line. Prices are still the same, but we do need to book by June 7th. So if anyone is thinking about coming, has signed up and pre-registered, you need to book this week. And if you're listening this week, you have to put your money where your mouth is on this one because we cannot guarantee the prices after this weekend. Erlingus, if you're listening, fuck off. Don't change anything, but that is what we are doing. So the link to everything is in the bio. You'll be brought straight to the WeTransfer. If you're traveling with a supporter, if you're traveling on your own and willing to share, or if you just want your own room, we have every option available and it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Like Eric said, the link to that is in our Instagram bio at any given Runday podcast. With that said, it's this week's episode of the Any Given Runday podcast. Let's go. The band are back together. Ray, Ray, Rachie. I forget what we called you, but that Mighty. was Smitey was there. Thank you very much. Yeah. Let's start again. The band are back together. Easy E and Smitey. How are we? Don't answer the same time because the podcast. Someone okay. gonna answer that. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. Well, I can't speak for Eric, but I'm good. How are you? I'm yeah, if good. Rachel's, if Rachel's good, I'm good. Right. Yeah, you're both good. Yeah. We're all we're all good. <laughs> we're all good. We're all feeling good. We're all happy. We're all back together. We're not clicking at all for this intro, but it's okay. So what I'm gonna do is just hit the intro music. <laughs> and once the intro music hit, we're gonna go straight to the podcast, and then we're all gonna be in sync. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Game I'm convinced on. it's just because you're really bad at intros, like. I think you got a bit excited that the three of us were back here together. Like, me and Rachel did nothing wrong there. You were just shy talking away to yourself and saying I a lot was, of nothing. I just wanted to get it. I just want to get into it because, you know, why else? It's, it's, it's a Monday afternoon nearly, and it's like we were scheduled to have this podcast online early Monday morning. And it, it, obviously, it's not because it's past early Monday morning. I'm barely out of the bed. And I just wanted to get on and get this 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 thing rolling. Yeah. I mean, are you down again. people a false... We shouldn't give people a false sense of what's to come. They should just feel that in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that, that was mean. <laughs> it's great to be back chatting to the pair of you. Speaking of intros. Okay. I have introduced myself back to running. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how are you uh, feeling? Uh, <laughs> well, I feel with my hands mostly, but... The, oh, you felt good. The... I don't like running again. I think is the best way to describe it. It's it's horrible again. Like it's, I'm trying to do a six k loop, just kind of altering like intervals and running slower, running faster, fart legs, whatever else. But to be honest, I'm just happy if I finish the six k. Um, and like running at a five forty and at four k, I'm going, oh my god, when? 
is the 6k coming because I'm unfamiliar with it as well so I'm looking at each band going oh tell me this is the last band oh is this the, the place I recognize that's over 6k and then when you think of like we're doing the marathon cruise and that 4.30 and like hmm true 14k here feeling comfortable actually I wonder how I got on through the hat you know like it's yeah it's so disheartening to be starting again and we're 20 weeks to the Dublin marathon well that's and, it uh, now it's week one now for everyone so everyone's yeah. on the same boat as you yeah, so I, I, I get the 20 weeks. I do think 16 is plenty, although some people need the, the, the 20. But for the next four weeks, I'm just reintroducing myself to stretching and running. And that if I can do that for the next four weeks, I'm very happy. And um, why 6K to start? Is that a loop um, or? Because there's a river and the bridges are only so often. But a bridge where I've met the point said, if I don't turn around now, I might die, uh, was at three kilometers. So okay. now it's a 6K loop. If that bridge was 500 meters earlier, it would have been a 5K loop. That's a right. fact. <laughs> so, um, but uh, the, the, the way I ran out, the I ran on the left side of the river. There was a lot more people and houses and apartments and hills. And whereas on the opposite side was much more open and quiet. So uh, I definitely wanted to run back on the other side. I was just kind of misjudged how far the bridges were. But yeah, I'm hoping uh, I might get out to 7 or 8K maybe uh, towards the end of the week. But yeah. It's it's all about just getting started into it, and like within like five hundred meters, my heart rates <laughs> one seventy, <laughs> and the sweat is absolutely pumping out of me. But yeah, starting again, beginner again. It's one thing you just never. Well, I don't know. Maybe Rachel will disagree. Rachel seems to just be always good at running, but I just feel like I, I any sort of fitness I have generally you have freaks like Rachel that keep their fitness, even though they say they're not fit. Mm. You go for a run with them, and you. You know, want to shove them into the ditch, but like <laughs> I, I just don't seem to keep that residual running fitness. I keep couch fitness. I'm very good at sitting on the couch. Like I just, <laughs> I can't keep that residual fitness at all. It's like that saying though, like fitness, it is rented. Like now, I hadn't got as long of a break as you. Only had around, I'd say, ten days or so where where I wasn't able to do any sort of training at all. And even come back into the first couple of days, I'm like, oh. I'm a little bit slower here. I feel a little bit, this is a bit harder. The heart rate's a bit higher. My watch tells me it's going to take me an extra 20 minutes to the marathon, even though I only took 10 days off. And I'm like cursing the fucking thing. Um, <laughs> but like that, if that whole fitness is rented. And if you don't keep going out and keep not going at it, it's, it's just, you, you lose it. You don't use it, you lose it, I suppose. But the fact you've done it before, it will probably come back to you quicker. Yeah. It, it really does with running. And like running is the worst one to stop. Because it does take so much to come back. And I've always said that. And, you know, that could be why people over the years are very reluctant to take, like, they always recommended a full three weeks in the year off running, you know, if you're doing it all year round. And I'd say some people are reluctant because they know how much of, like, a journey it's going to be just to get back to their base fitness. Mm. So, like, that is really, really common. We can get pretty much caught up in the numbers in terms of like, okay, I'm at this level. I need to get this level. Each race has to be faster. Each run has to be faster. And, and if it's not, you get this heart and this stuff over it. And you're and then you get down, you, you lose a couple of weeks of fitness for whatever reason. And then it's like, oh my God, the absolute effort to get started and will I ever get back to where I was before? And all these doubts and stuff come into your head. And I think with that 20 weeks is for, for the marathon. So it's, it's week one for a lot of people building towards the double marathon. I think that's why I, I, I agree with you, Eric, in terms of 16 weeks is enough. 
I think with 20 weeks, it just gives that extra four-week cushion for holidays and different life events and different potential injuries to come in the way. So that when you get to the end of 20 weeks, you're like, I've probably only done like 14, 15, 16 weeks of training because of just life getting in the way. But you feel a little bit more ready than have 16 weeks. And then like a couple of weeks in, something goes wrong. Like, oh my God, now I've only got 10, 12 weeks. And I feel like I'm starting from scratch to build up towards a marathon. So that's where, I, I, as, as well as that, when they're putting up 20, 20 weeks, they're trying to be, uh, include 22, 22 and a half thousand people in that program as well. So do you need that extra bit of buffer? Well, I equally say, I think 16 weeks is enough, but I, in the same sentiment, I'm giving myself 20. Um, because I need Does these depend on your level of fitness, like when you're heading yeah. into it. Like yeah. that really plays such a key key part because you know if you're coming off now maybe you know some people depending on their season might have done a few road races at this stage and might be in pretty good five maybe 10k shape and then you've others that have been not doing anything knowing they have this massive build-up coming and that's where the 20 weeks well and then there's the likes of eric who's just been doing nothing (laughs) 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 but you know that does play a lot and i think mentally as well knowing that you have that 20 weeks just that bit longer so if something does go wrong or you want to maybe squeeze in an extra race or anything like that you have that buffer yeah and i suppose for me I know when the 16 weeks start, um, the OCD kicks in. I will not miss a run. I, I'm very, yeah, I just, I would pick the run over a lot of other things. Um, the priorities definitely change for the 16 weeks. But I think what I'm finding with this four weeks is this is the buffer where, oh, I don't feel like running for an hour, but 30 minutes is, is progress because each of those 30 minutes over the next four weeks will add up to build the confidence so that when I'm doing five runs a week, um, I have the baseline, the base baseline to start the 16 weeks, to have the confidence to get into your running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, running Thursday, Friday, long run Sunday. You know, yeah. like you, you have the confidence to do that instead of, because for me to go from what I've done now into what I know I need to do it'll be way too much of a step. So this is the ones where I, I, even on one of them, I just felt exhausted come the fifth and sixth K. It was the fourth run I've done, haven't done nothing. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that in the weekend. And that was, I find a progressive step for me because usually I'd be like, no, you're in the 20 weeks. Yeah, get on with it, suck it up. But I actually listened to the body and went, no, this is part of the four week phase of, of getting there. Not to say you shouldn't listen to your body in the 16 weeks. It's just, I know what I'm like. And Jumping from zero to five runs a week, it would be yeah, much silly. Yeah. Uh, oh, very much so. I got yeah. over uh, first hand. It's silly. Like you're just, yeah. you're just too much in the body. So like you said, two, three week runs a week and even slowly adding on that before you start your 16 week, that, that actually makes sense. You're, you're in a prelude phase. Yeah. And it, it, it starts conditioning the cardiovascular. I'm finding that it's, it's the heart that's given out before the muscles. I'm I'm going up the hills and the belly is burning, the chest is burning, and then you feel that kind of tingle in the head where you're like, oh, I need to slow down or I'm gonna pass out. So it's <laughs> I haven't felt this, haven't felt this feeling in a long, long time, particularly at a five minute thirty pace. But uh yeah, it's it's humbling again, but uh it's a test of patience. I know what's gonna come. Um, and that's 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 a great thing. I think there's great pride in when you run at a five thirty and nearly die over three k, to then when you run a half marathon then in eight weeks time to a three quarters marathon a little bit soon after. And then 
all of a sudden a half marathon you can wake up and do any morning you know it's it is an impressive change in the body and, and i suppose a testament to how adaptive the body is if you give it time and consistency so yeah it's it's again and and we look back in this episode and we'll remember that i nearly had a heart attack uh, running <laughs> along a river uh, at three four kilometers and um, when when we're talking again in 16 weeks time when we're talking about tapering and and trying to relax um, and yeah. it's going to be a different animal to to hear the kilometers and the paces we're running at then in four weeks time when you start 20 weeks the 16 week program sorry um because now you're you're building up just just getting run. You're talking about five thirty, feeling like you have a heart attack. Will your pace go back down, bringing back in the heart rate training you've done before, or have you talked yeah. that far yet? Yeah, and uh, to be honest, because I'm so out of shape in terms of ca- endurance and cardiovascular fitness and muscular fitness as well, heart rate training would be null and void. It, it yeah. really like I'd have to walk for the majority, unfortunately. So what I'm doing with this one is just going for a run at whatever I feel like I can manage. And if my heart rate was really high, because it's only 30 minutes, I might be able to get one the next day. I might be able to get one the day after. Like one of the days I went for a run and I said, okay, I'll do intervals. So my first interval was a 4.30. Second interval was a 4.30. Third, fourth and fifth, I just kept at a 5.40 because I couldn't go any faster. I was was fucked for want of a better word. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so when I get through this four-week phase of just, the body shock and build up a little bit of fitness, a little bit of VO2, you know, like that, that cardiovascular fitness that can match. And my body doesn't enter a state of shock as I go through the first 500 meters. Um, it's kind of just letting it know. And then when I go to the heart rate, then it's, it's more enjoyable then because I can endure a 140 beat per minute run uh, for that a little bit longer before I have to let the pace drop. Um, and I'm kind of approaching it the same way. Um, I, well, I'm not doing a marathon. I'm doing the 70.3 in December and I'm aiming to have a 22 week build up, but then four additional weeks on top of that, just about 26 weeks from now. But then I had to, you know, factor in, I'm still coming back from COVID and like, there's still a few days where I'm just like, oh my God, like, I'm not sure I could do anything. And I did the first few days went out and ran to heart rate because you know, it was just for me, it was the right thing to do because I would never force myself to go that slow. If you can listen to your body and go out and be like, yes, okay, I'm just going to run how I feel. That's great. But then there's also that, well, for me, having the actual heart right there, being able to lock it and being able to say, no, I really need to slow down. Like my body, it's just coming back. I've taken two weeks off with this illness. I just, need to go slow the heart rate was definitely a great thing to force me to go slow well you're probably a little bit further along in your fitness and stuff that that than eric is right now because you had a couple of weeks off i don't know COVID was a big deal but like eric yeah. had a lot longer off so i think people are like hang on does that sound hypocritical and, and it really isn't because the the no, lowest level is um the less you need to do to build it back up so we, we've talked before about you know getting faster with intervals heart rate training and all the hill running all these different things but sometimes i know what is the best thing to do is just get out there for the first two three weeks and just get into running and get that all out of your head and just have a distance or a time and just do that and then once you've done that and you've built what you think is your base on you've built like you've, you've done something then start bringing in all these other things, but keep it simple at first, especially if you're starting out. Like the, the, the programs that are online this week, they're, they're basically like 
run 3k or run 4k or run this and doing that that there's no intervals of stuff thrown in there because there doesn't need to be at this early stage of a training program or even heart rate stuff until you feel like okay i've got somewhat level of fitness now now i want to build it up a little bit more then you start bringing all these other principles of training in there yeah absolutely and you know again like as i said for me the right thing to do was go heart rate but then like you said Yes, it was COVID, but it was still only two weeks off and I had been training hard up to that point. So I think the other thing is if you need to take a small amount of time off, you're not really losing anything significant. And again, that goes back to what we said about the buffer, having that four weeks that if something goes wrong, you know, you're not going to lose that much fitness. Like you said, you in your 10 days off, Sean, you only lost maybe 20 seconds over the marathon distance, like or 20 minutes. Right, the government said still, that. The government said that. Like now, the, 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 that's still not much in the grand scheme of things. I know I said seconds. Seconds is ridiculous. Um, but minutes, like in the grand scheme of things, that's still not that much over the course of a marathon. When you think how quickly you can build that back up again. Yeah, in better context was probably like it told me a little over a minute on a five k or, or two three minutes on a ten k, and it went up from there. Like, but I've knocked some of that time back off again. Like so. Like a small bit back up, not where I was before, but we'll keep building back up towards it. Yeah, well, according to your watch stats, you, you yeah. have to build back up to it. If you actually came to a race day, you'd probably cruise it. So again, it's the, the body is the body is better, has a better memory than the watch, I suppose. The watch is more of an instantaneous fact of you were fat for 10 days. Now this is what we think you are. But um, yeah. I suppose the the the, the willpower, the brain power, everything else. And, that, and, and most of it is psychological as well. Like it, the body does what it can do, but the muscle memory and stuff kicks in, the, the willingness to do it, the, what you're thinking about at the time when you start to suffer and this, it comes into it. So, um, but yeah, it is, it's, it's kind of refreshing. It's kind of annoying as well. When I look back at 2019, I did full triathlon season, then started marathon training. Like, so it's different animal. The heart rate yeah. training was great. So that's why I think, four weeks at a base level and it's going to be interesting to see because I'd be lucky to finish a half marathon at this point and that's truthful a 10k would be a, a good day out a half marathon would be I'd probably be very sore after so it is um zero to marathon again which I haven't been in in three years so it's it's uh it's going to be an interesting time but that's got to be the mental thing for you as well like so in terms of if you keep your week three or week four you're gonna stack up like you're gonna to have to try not to compare yourself to where I was like three years ago. Am I on track for where I was three years ago? But I had this and this. I'm gonna have do I have too much of an uphill battle? And when those demons start getting in your head, you're you're in trouble. You just gotta concentrate. This is where I am now. This is what I'm building towards now in, in 2022. Well, I'm still planning to beat my time from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an uphill battle. I'm not saying you shouldn't try and beat that time, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying like your, your week one or two Martin train is going to be a lot different than it was in 2019 yeah. because you had that full season track lines. And, and, and just for, I know we've said this before, but just for, for listening to the podcast, you were doing, you were literally doing a track line event every weekend because was, I get a phone yeah. call every weekend going, this one was great. This one never gave me a t-shirt. This one never gave me a medal. I already got a banana here. I'm like, I'm never doing track lines. He never says I can go to bed them at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I kind of, I started the season with try a tie and they give you so much kit. And then everyone I went to after that was absolutely shit. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that shout was out. on last weekend and it looked insane. Like I actually no. was like, because I was supposed to do it last year 
and it got canceled. And ironically, it wasn't because of COVID. It was something to do with road closures. And, you know, I was so disappointed because, you know, that would have been a local one. And it just, I'd heard so much good things about it. And then it got canceled. And now seeing the pictures from last weekend, I've really just gone, my God, it looks amazing. I had a ticket. I had a ticket for this year's, and I kept getting reminded of it as I was going to the airport in Hel- for Helsinki. I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it is a great one. But hopefully, we'll get back to it. But yeah, that, like that that fitness of I no longer needed to train. I actually, spent my time during the week recovering, which was bizarre. And then on the weekend was a training session, and it was somewhere really nice we're surrounded by loads of people so yeah but getting there again it, it, it's gonna take time and then i suppose just two ways it can go um well there's there's only one way is how you look at it is the other i do the race and in a week out I, I kind of make an assessment of what's a realistic pace and if that's less than three years ago then that's that's a fact of not having had a good season lead in and yeah. if it's better than three years ago then you kind of go, cool, maybe I'm developed with better mental attitude, maybe I'm recovering better. So you, you kind of look at what I did better in the 20-week the lead-up um, to this one. So, yeah, it's 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 very interesting. There will be a good bit of cycling involved for me because I'm doing a Mizzen to Malin cycle on September 4th. So there's going to be a good mix of training. So I think I will balance it out again. I think the endurance training and the heart rate training will happen more so on the bike. And then when the feet are on the road, that's going to be slightly marathon pace and intervals and uh, long intervals for time and stuff so yeah it's it's interesting but yeah it's yeah it'll be my first event i think that i'll have done in in two years or so is the dublin marathon but isn't it so exciting thinking of everyone starting out on this journey and like knowing that even though everyone might have the same goal, like to finish the double marathon, how different everyone's journey is going to be and how individual it's going to be. Like that is, I just think that that's exciting because, you know, it's your journey and yes, you might be doing it with someone, but it's still your journey. Yeah. And and everyone's going to have a different one and everyone's family is going to go through different things with it as well. And, uh it's it's exciting it is exciting i suppose when we know the finish outcome uh it's that little bit more exciting we know what it's like at a at a finish line and um the the worst place to be at a marathon is at the finish line having not run it because that is fomo that is <laughs> you look at people like i nearly couldn't even look at sean when he did it in 2018 i was like nah fuck you i wanted to be crossing that line yeah yeah didn't matter that he was suffering i was jealous um but it's it is a beaut it's great feeling and and that is something to hold on to um little things like i already know where i'm going for beers on october 30th or whatever it is this year like it's 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 those little things that keep me going through it and uh, all the sugary sweets people are giving you along the way so it's yeah it's, it's going to be brilliant in that sense so exciting but as you said Everyone has a journey ahead of them. Everyone's going to learn a hell of a lot about themselves, uh, about their support network or lack thereof, or you know, like it's mm. it's uh, it's it's going to be very interesting. As well as finishing at, at, at different levels and all the rest, everyone's starting at different levels too. And just to put a bow in this episode of the podcast, Eric, since you're starting from 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 where you're starting from, and you, people who listen to this podcast maybe starting that twenty week journey today. 
Is there any that final bit of advice or something you'd say to them that you're maybe going through now or you look back at 2019 or before and be like, I wish I'd known this or this is something that I need to just get get, get it through? Uh, yeah, just buy our 20-week marathon plan and uh, that should cover you. Rachel, we're asking you absolutely not because Eric is the nail on the head in this week's episode of the Any Given Day Monday podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah was that the right answer I don't know I, 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 I didn't even think of that how much of a businessman I am I didn't even think about that at all but um, put that in the show notes I suppose <laughs> or the 16 week if you're feeling up for 16 weeks but yeah we'll do you a deal hmm. well we've um, got the running plans and all good to go for that so <laughs> and on, on that bombshell we will wrap up this episode of the podcast because I can't top that up guys Best luck to everyone who is training for the next 20 weeks or 16 weeks going ahead towards Dublin or whatever margins you have in the coming up in winter. And that's pretty much it. The three of us, myself, Rachel, and Eric. Take care. See you later. Bye. It's bye, Rachel. It ends up bye. Bye. <laughs>